Hey guys, quick message before we get started on this episode. Uh, you know, I think I say it every episode, but I want to reiterate. I am very appreciative of you guys listening and the handful of you guys that share the episode and, you know, tell your friends about it and, you know, share, you know, what your favorite part about the episode was and getting feedback. All of that really does mean the world. It is awesome. It helps me know and helps me helps me, you know, see what I'm doing right, see what I'm doing wrong with the podcast particularly. Uh, you know, it, it definitely uh helps because, you know, it's encouraging to have you guys share and comment and post and text me or shoot me an email or what have you. And uh, you know, that and I've had a, a few of you guys that have been uh financial sponsors just, you know, showing that you guys kind of you know, if nothing else, you're like, hey, we kind of like what you're doing, Shane. So here is us giving a little more than, you know, more than we probably should. <laughs> anyway, I greatly appreciate it. Um, and starting next episode, I'll be doing my uh, shout outs for sponsors and people who have been, you know, donating. And uh, I, I, I feel weird saying donating because it's not necessarily a charity. It is a fund that it goes into for the podcast. And it's just your support helps in any bit, in any way, shape, or form, whether it be with money or whether it be with shares or listens or conversations about or feedback, um, you know. I know for a fact that there are very differing uh, demographics of people who listen to this podcast. And though it's not hundreds and thousands of you guys, I am grateful for the the compact little crew we've got going on here. So once again, thank you guys so much. If you're interested in uh, supporting the podcast financially or you ha- are interested in being a guest and you have something you'd like to come on and talk about, message me. Uh uh, on Instagram, or send me an email at organicpoisonmedia at gmail.com. Or if you're just wanting to send some money to put towards the cause, you can do that too. Uh, we have Cash App now, by the way. You listeners who have been hearing me talk about PayPal for forever, I finally got Cash App. Uh, and that Cash App name is Organic Poison. Uh, but there is only one O It's in, P- in Poison. It's going to be P-O-I-S-N organic poison with no second o uh and then it's the good old-fashioned paypal.com slash shane is uh let me know if you guys are interested in sponsoring run yeah you got a business you know uh you're trying to leave your wife whatever it may be i'll, I'll talk about it on the show so just uh hit me up uh and uh you know let's make something happen you got some music you want me to play on here you don't even have to pay me for that just send it to my email and tell me what's up uh yeah so Enjoy this conversation with me and my dear friend Scott. It's quite the roller coaster. Yes, yes, yes. Organic Poison Podcast. Sickest in the South. Here we are again. Oh my gosh, I gotta stop saying that every time I come into the show. But you know what? It's all good. Today I have a guest with me who is not only a guest, he is a friend, he is a brother. I've known this guy for a long time. 
I couldn't tell you the first time I met him, but I know one of the most interesting first encounters I had with him, he was, him and his friends were ollieing a gap by Fred's. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure that he would be able to explain it a little better, but nonetheless, this is my friend Scott Mitchell, a.k.a. Weisberger, a.k.a. a lot of other things. You're right. You're right. Hello, everybody. My <laughs> name's Scott. I am on the Organic Poison Podcast. Glad to be here. Yes, we're glad to have you, or I'm glad to have you, along with my counterparts who happen to be listening to this podcast. Thank you guys for listening, as usual. Uh, man, Scott, what's been up, man? What you been doing? Uh, man, I've just been trying to make it, do what I can, and uh, soak up as much knowledge as possible. Uh, take my L's as they come, and jump that shit right back. I like that. That's a that's a that's a nice explanation. That's actually a lyric in one of my new songs. Really? It is. That's awesome. I've noticed that you have been dropping some songs lately, just some some short bangers like you've just been wilding again. I have, I have. Um I've been through a lot of rough shit lately. Uh life has been kicking me in the ass. But as the lyrics say, uh we're gonna take the L's and jump that shit right back. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think that there's, for knowing you for so long, I think I've always been able to admire the fact that you can take a lot of, maybe not all of it, but a lot of those emotions and that aggression and just put it in some music. And, and it's, you're not throwing it away because it's like you have a catalog. It's not like you're just doing it or whatever, but you have a catalog. You make you make good songs, and you've been, of course, obviously you've grown in your sound just like everyone else does, but I do find it admirable that you are able to, harness some of that uh, pain really I guess you could say and you can kind of just put it into music and you know not trying to be mushy gushy or anything but it, I mean it's hard and your music's not mushy gushy so <laughs> it is mushy gushy <laughs> <laughs> it's the gushiest of gush yes <laughs> well thanks man I really appreciate that yeah I try I try to use what I can um I, I just figure that's what you're supposed to do right use it as fuel and uh make something good out of it well you know it it definitely uh is one of the probably one of the key therapeutics for um uh for disdain in uh the world i suppose is music so i mean i just i think it's cool the way that you uh you pull it off for sure well thanks uh, man i appreciate that i i uh, i admire the same thing about yours regardless uh, if you want to admit it or not i can hear it well, I appreciate that. I appreciate. I, I will take the compliment. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was wondering though, since you've been putting out songs here and there uh, the past couple of weeks, are you working on a project? You got something, uh, something in the works that you're you would want to promote, or are you just kind of like figuring some shit out sonically? Uh, probably the latter. Uh, I'm trying to figure some stuff out, but I do I do have intentions of putting out a project soon. Um, I don't know the name of that project yet, or maybe I do, but uh, <laughs> we're going to no, see. No, you, we're gonna you just see. changed it. You just changed it to Mushy Gushy. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, that's it. You the new it album name is Mushy Gushy. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great name. You could do some really gross shit with the uh, cover art if you wanted to. Yes, I would. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what specifically, but I mean, you could do something that's supposed to. Think about it. Now, you really don't have to do this, but I'm just thinking like. Something that's like cartoonish, but it's like gross. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Mushy Gushy reminds me of, I don't know why, but I picture this album art. I figure like it would be some cotton candy with blood yeah. stains on the cotton candy. <laughs> I yeah, don't know yeah. why that pops in my brain, but it does. Yeah, I was thinking of just like like pink cotton, but I guess that would be cotton candy. Yep. Oh, we, we came up with the same thing. There coherently. Coherently. There it is. That's incredible. Look at that. I mean, you know, there's. they also say that these days a lot of people will do push, drop the singles and push the singles real hard. So, I mean, either way, you got a few singles out, and I'm sure you'll be putting out more because you are not someone who lacks in the uh, being able to turn them and burn them because you, you'll put out, you'll make some songs and put them out, and it's awesome. You're, well, thanks, you're, man. Uh, your ability to uh, continue to make songs on a okay, when obviously when you're in the zone you put a, you put a bunch of songs together in a probably a a specific period of time. You're exactly right. Actually, nobody's ever said that. I'm glad you actually picked up on that. Um, well, I feel I like it comes in waves. Yeah, like what you just said, it comes in waves. The zone um, when life's not kicking me in the fucking dick. Um, yeah, it comes in zones, and then uh, when it does, I'll try to put out or put together what I can. And then we'll have that little catalog ready to go. Yeah. See, that's that's awesome. And then, I, I mean, you do, like, album covers and, you know, sometimes you do videos and stuff. So I imagine, like, that's stuff that you think of almost because – I guess because you're kind of afforded the ability to take your time on something. But in the same breath, you uh, – you know, that's because you record yourself. So it's like I – mean, this is something that recently, like, with my last project, not to talk about me, but I'm just saying in parallel to – like I I wrote parts of that project prior, like to actually sitting down and recording them. But most of it was me sitting down and listening to it through the through the recording software and writing it and then recording it. And like I used to not ever be able to do that because of the fact I didn't have access. But now I see how, and I just did all of it within in the course of a week. I stayed up at late as hell, even though I had to go to work early, and I just recorded it because I was like, if I don't do it while I'm like really in the zone, yep, it, then yep, I'm, I'm gonna put this shit off. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I make myself do it, even when I really don't want to. Like uh, that song, um, what was it? I think it's called. Um, which one was it? it? Was either it's an unreleased song. I don't want to give the name up yet, but uh, sure. it was either that one or the other one I just put out. It's called Duncan. Um, it was one of those, I don't remember exactly which one it was, but I was literally passing the fuck out on Benadryl trying to make oh my myself God. go to sleep and I, it, it just hit me and I was like, I need to record this right now. I need to record. I know if I don't do this right now, it's not going to get done. So I made myself record that entire song while I was passing out and I mixed half of it and finished it the next day. And I'm glad I did because it turned out pretty good. Yeah, I mean it, it sounds like a it sounds like a single. I mean it, it it works. I mean and that shit's hard. I mean, so Yeah, so you it. said you've had experience with learning to do the recording yourself and mixing shit recently? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, with my mixing, I ended up sending it off to uh a manager/producer/engineer. Oh, so so you just recorded your vocals, the raw right. vocals? Right. Yeah, which I mean, that's something that I've been able to do for years as far as like if I have access to a computer and, uh, you know, like when Jared's would be studio would be set up at the house, even back in the Tommy days, like I've been able to, oh, like, shit. I can record my own vocals and like it, it, it helped myself layer them and do however I want to do it, which is nice. But like, as far as mixing goes, dude, I have no idea. I'm a send the stems kind of guy right now for sure. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I had to learn how to do all that shit myself, and I'm not the best at it, obviously. Uh, if you want my personal opinion, it needs a lot of work. Uh, but I know that. But that's okay because I'm not looking for the best quality. I just want something that's uh, decent. Um, yeah. And maybe one day when I get a lot of money, obviously, I'll go to a professional studio and have somebody that I have good chemistry with that I can re- record my shit the way I want it recorded. And uh, we can make that easy. Uh, but the reason I had to learn to do it all by myself, literally everything, artwork, video editing, uh, making music, is because uh, I grew up very, very poor and with a lot of unfortunate problems that uh, we could or could not go into but uh, anyway I had to learn how to do that shit myself um, so I learned how to do it I, I had nothing other to do than to just learn so I learned as much as I could and that ended up helping me down the line a lot right yeah definitely I mean because as far as I've known you've always recorded your own stuff well yeah <laughs> for sure but I've, I've tried I tried to do it once or twice with somebody else and it just it, I just I just couldn't do it. Number one, I had the pressure of some, someone sitting there going, okay, let's press start again or let's do this again. Oh, is this how you want it? Blah, blah, blah. When I do it myself, I know exactly what I want to keep, what I want to disregard, how I want to put this, how I want this to sound, and then I can create it. Not only can I record it and see it in my brain, but I can put it on paper and record it. Um, and I think that's a really big benefit of being able to do it yourself, and that's something I really like. Right, yeah, and I mean, I can imagine that that would, I mean, it would give you anxiety to to go and be in a studio with someone else, especially think about paying like by the hour. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not a very rich person yet, so I can't, I can't afford that. Yeah, you'd be lucky to get a song done in an hour. Exactly. You know? Yep. Like, exactly. Not, not, not you exclusively. I mean, that's no, me exclusive. Me. No, me, me, me. <laughs> I mean, because I'm the same way. Like when I went and recorded the first time I ever went to a professional recording studio was to record. Uh, well, I'm not the first time I've ever been to a professional recording studio, but the first time I went to go record on my own as a rapper in a studio like that, like ever, was when I recorded Manny Anderson and uh, Say My Name. Yeah, those like, songs sounded so good, though. I mean, you can tell that I went to a studio and recorded. Yeah, for sure. Oh, trust me. When I was editing uh, and putting together you, your music video, I heard that song probably, I'm not even shitting you, over 300 times. So yeah. that song is burned into my brain, and I can appreciate it, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, that song, uh, if if, if, I'd have, if I'd have really done it right, I think that's I could have got that song like played in some clubs, for sure. That song's a like, banger, though, man. That song's a banger. And it's like, okay, songs like that, like you can, I feel like you can tell probably someone who's listened to. Uh, oh, I definitely can tell. It's like, but that song is meant to be like a, uh, like lyrically you can tell. I hope that people can tell now, especially since I'm not promoting it super heavy because I love the song. I would tell everyone about it, but I'm just saying it's not like the single I'm pushing or anything. But like the lyrics are not like a hundred percent like some lyrical shit. <laughs> like yeah, but it sounds really good though, man. It sounds great. The first time I heard it, I was like, "Oh, Shane is evolving. This is really good." Yeah, well, it, it, it to me it was like my attempt at by myself making an actual song that sounds like a it would be like a, a club hit or some shit that would it happen. does. It really does though really raging and it was up tempo i mean for a lot a lot of t- years like i've never really rapped over anything super fast tempo like that yeah but and and it was i loved it i love this i like the other song too it just didn't get the shine the way that manny anderson did 
Well, it was great, though, man. I loved all of those, especially the new shit that you sent me recently. That was really good, man. Thank you. I, uh, I like it. I like to make music when I get in the zone, you know? <laughs> like, I just got to get in the zone to make it happen. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Like I said, that's why I'm not rushing anything right now. Like, I'm going to go super hard on music again very soon. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not forcing that, man. I'm not Little Pump. I'm not in the spotlight right now. I'm not, I, I'm not rushing, dude. I'll make it when it comes to me and when I, when I have the opportunity to, when I feel like it feels right for me. Right. No, definitely. I mean, cause, and ultimately it kind of goes back to what we were talking about initially. Like it, it is, a uh, an outlet you know for sure yeah it's almost like a uh like tyler the creator used to say um an alter ego or or an outlet it's just something that you can you can really just do whatever with it right no absolutely definitely uh i I definitely uh can appreciate that about rapping especially because i mean i love I, i loved playing in bands you know and i've even thought about in the past couple of years like man it'd be cool to start a band especially out here in Hattiesburg but like well obviously coronavirus didn't uh help that dream or aspiration any I was like you know what I'm good on starting a band <laughs> like I already can barely yeah. find I can barely find like five people that I can stand to hang out and drink some beer with fuck it same dude it's like much much less you know try to be in a band that I have to see you know, make plans to be there and do stuff at least, at least once a week. Yep. My buddy Shane has, uh, some new life requirements and expectations now since he has a child. Yes. Yes. I am the, uh, I, don't, I almost said I'm the owner, <laughs> <laughs> but I, my boy is a daddy now. Yes, it is. Uh, it is an experience. I mean, to tell you the truth, it is, it has been awesome. And it's like people always tell you crazy things about being a parent, but like you just assume it all to be like something that you experience at once. Yeah. But it's really uh, over the course of some time (laughs) that you. uh, Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. It is most certainly an up and down thing, but nonetheless, it is awesome. Yes, I am a father. And uh, yes, definitely. I definitely don't have time to go and fuck around with. Uh, and but it's not just that. It's also the fact that I I try to do this podcast. I try to write music. I try to figure out you know all these different things. I'll be posted on my Facebook today about how it's like. I think I stretch myself out too thin, and it's my fault. <laughs> you know, like I'm. But the thing is, is like I stretch myself out thin, like with all these different things that I I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's not yeah. things that I have to do, but it's things that I want to do, and I don't get to do any of them properly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. That's why same thing, man. Same thing with me. Um, but here's the thing, like I've learned over time, I did the exact same thing as you. And I would notice I wouldn't be able to perform or do it the way I wanted to originally do it or the way you picture in your head, you know. So I, I just waited, I would wait and wait and wait. And I'd write all these things down on a list. And then eventually I would pick the one that I want to really still do after a couple months. (laughs) And then I would do that one and do it right. That's a great idea. Same reason I don't have tattoos, man. Same reason I don't have tattoos. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said it best on the Joe Rogan podcast. I can't remember it quote for quote, but it was um, the reason I don't have tattoos is because basically um, I'm not a scientist, obviously, but I kind of think in the same terms of 
I'm always learning. I'm always learning, and I want to learn as much as I can about everything. My opinions are always changing. I'm learning more about stuff that I already think I know about, but I'm still learning more about that. So therefore, say I love something so much that I want to etch it into my skin. Um, and then me, this is just me personally, not anybody else, obviously. Sure. Um, a year from now, I'd be like, you know what? Um, that's okay. That's cool. You know, I'm not going to say fuck that. Why did I put that on my skin? Uh, I wouldn't have put it there to begin with. I'm, I'm, I got at least that much brain. Um, right. But I would be like, hey, um, you know, I could have did this better or I, I should have put this or et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so I want to leave space on my body for that one really, really cool tattoo that captures everything. Because you only have so much space on your body, and maybe I'm being pedantic. But if you go listen to the Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, podcast with Joe Rogan, he explains it a lot better than my fucking chopped up bullshit. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 explained yourself pretty well. Because I mean, uh, like I was going to ask, do you think that that has anything to do with maybe your personality? Maybe yeah, like a bit of bit of a uh like like maybe you're not a perfectionist but you have this uh, like over desire to like have things be as perfect as they can be you know for whatever reason and do you imagine maybe you look down at your arm and you see i'm not trying to convince you to get that yeah too, by the way yeah but it's like you look down at your arm and you're like oh we, we could have did this and it's like oh you want to get it fixed and then it's yeah like, exactly no. exactly or maybe i want to change this or no maybe i just learned about this and maybe why did i put that on Actually, that's not even fucking right. Why did I? That's not even right. What the fuck? Right. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. So I just try to learn as much as I can. Um, I'm still looking for the tattoo that I want, man. I've been looking for a tattoo that I want since I was 15 years old, and I'm still looking and still waiting for something that's worth a fuck enough to put on my body that I will care about enough to be okay with it there for the rest of my life. Right. And you know, it's kind of a catch 22. Because, you know, it's like you think about something, a scenario where you think about something that's so important to you that you yeah. get it tattooed on your body. Yes. It's like, well, well th God forbid something comes and taints that, whatever it may exactly, be. Exactly, exactly. Yep. <laughs> so it's a catch-22. like with that Because yep. it's like the, those things that hold, are that dear to you are the same things that could damage you. Not necessarily damage you, but damage your perception on certain things or those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whether it be women whether it be something religious speak or spiritually speaking whether it be something to do with even some hidden whatever you know just some, or some personal shit god forbid five years down the road you're like wow that was fuck all you yeah know? exactly <laughs> yeah but i mean on on the same thing or opposite you I, there's there's personalities of where you, people just kind of put whatever they like and that's okay too um i i, I completely understand that like uh Say um, I wanted to put Weisberger on my arm. That's okay. That's cool. I, that's fine with me or, or whatever that I'm into right then. And that's sure. okay because 20 years from now, I may not be into that or I may not care about it. And that's okay. It may not bother me. It may bother me. I could look down at my arm and be like, oh, that's cool. I'm not into that anymore, but I was, and that proves it right there, you know, and everything's okay. I mean, it's just, just really all about your perspective and your perception of how you want to take it. And, and for me, I just – Right now, I'm just looking for the, the really nice thing that I would love to put on my body. And I don't really know what that is yet. Maybe I will one day. Maybe I won't. Right. Well, guess what? Uh, Chicken butt. This is America. And currently in America, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You're fucking right. For now. For now. Speaking of Speaking of that... Uh, something that's been in the so it's something that's been in the news lately. 
Uh, and, you know, of course, this comes around every couple of years. I can't strategically put my finger on it because it's not exactly right. They had a built-in excuse as far as COVID goes for the election year, you know, hysteria or whatever. Yep. But usually it would be something to do with guns because, you know, Democrats maybe feel like they can get an edge or, you know, or vice versa. Republicans are like, oh, this is a good thing. What? I digress. Here we are again for some reason. And again, yep. uh, 2A is in the news all day, every day. Absolutely. Or, you know, uh, at least four or five uh, good hours a day on some channel. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I don't, don't know if you've kept up with any of the things going on, what they've been talking about lately. Oh, I have to a, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, sure. I don't let it worry me too much. But, yeah, I mean, we, we expected this with the uh, with the Joe Biden shit, especially we, we knew um, we knew Joe Biden was anti-gun as fuck. Um, he, he he passed. Uh, I think it was the um, assault weapons bill back in like 1990 something or. Something like that. And it, it basically did nothing to curb crime the way he intended. It did nothing. It literally did nothing. And he's trying to reinstate the same old bullshit again. And then every time there's a shooting or some fucking crazy kid goes and shoots up a fucking store or a school or whatever, they use the same old excuses and they use it to the best that they can to, to push whatever gun control bullshit they're trying to push now. So same old bullshit, <laughs> just repeated. See, and it's funny that you, you, you say the same old bullshit because in my head, I think to myself in agreeance to your point, I'm like, doesn't it just seem like also whenever they have these, you know, types of situations where it comes up and it's heavy in the media, uh, don't they, the government says, yeah, we're putting these new regulations. The, the, uh, you know, the people who are super pro two a are like, what the fuck are the people who barely know anything probably yeah. are like, what the fuck? They can't do this. You know, like this is bullshit. We got to stand up for our rights. Blah, blah. And it's like kind of the same pony show. Cause it stops and nothing ever really changes. Yeah, absolutely. But then again, I, I will say, I'm not saying that they're, you know, whatever, but I'm not saying what I have and what I don't have, but I'm just saying I'm not like a super giant gun enthusiast. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm a hundred percent down with two A. Like our people being able to have bare firearms and shit like that. But I'm just saying I don't personally, you know, go out and spend my extra money from my paycheck. I, I don't go out to the shooting range or anything like that. Not that I wouldn't. It's just not my thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, same, same with me. Um, you know, even though I'm a self-defense instructor and, and I teach defensive violence and, uh, all of this, it, I'm not a firearm enthusiast either. It just so happens <laughs> to be the best tool currently. If there was the laser blaster 5000, that was 15 times better than a gun. I would have that. So a firearm currently in our day and age just so happens to be the best thing to stop another human being from doing really bad shit. It's the most effective tool. So that, that therefore that's what we use. Um, the same thing, what, what you were saying, um, I'm not going to push uh, buying gun or pro gun bullshit on anybody. I just want everybody to have freedom. I'm not going to tell you what you can have. You don't tell me what I can have. As long as what I'm doing isn't personally hurting you, I don't want you to infringe on my freedoms either. We give freedom and expect freedom. That's how freedom works. I let you do whatever you want to do. You let me do what I want to do. That's yeah, what I don't. I don't, and I don't bother you with what I have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, even if I disagree with what you're saying, and I absolutely think it's fucking retarded, I'm still gonna stand up and fight for your right to say that because that's what freedom is. And I would hope that 
you would do the same for me, not you, obviously, but I would hope that the, the opposite person would do the same for me because that is what true freedom is. That's what America is. We stand up for each other's freedom, not try to suppress what we don't agree with. You know, you know that that obviously makes you a fascist. What, whatever that means. I, I what, <laughs> call me whatever you want. I just want fucking freedom. Yeah, I just want you to know I'm kidding. By I, the way, uh, <laughs> that's fine I, with I, me. I, yeah, I just, I just want freedom. That just sounds like it would be like a Twitter exchange. You could say all that, and it's, it's fucking awesome. Like I know there's at least there's at least at least a handful of people listening to this podcast right now that got chills while you were talking just now, but. Uh, if that was on Twitter, multiple threads, some guy, some prick would comment on there and be like, you're a fucking fascist. <laughs> Call me whatever you fucking want. I literally do not care. I do not care. I just want to have freedom, and I want you to have freedom. I'm not going to tell you what to believe in or what you can and can't have, and you're not going to tell me that shit either. We're going to have freedom. That's That's all I want. So if you want to label me something because of it, go the fuck ahead, dude. I don't that's care. It, you're free to do that. Yeah. You you are. You're free. Call me whatever you want. That's your your freedom. And I'll right. fight for it. You can I'll fight for your right to call me whatever you want to call me. I'm I mean, I I have the same sentiments as you. I mean, uh, I don't think uh I don't think that we have I I think we live in a really bizarre time where people are actually like inclined to like they're like, "No, man. We actually love the government." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, wait, what? It's yeah. Like yeah. it's also interesting to me. It's like this is the same demographic of people who are like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There, there's a lot of people out there right now. They're like, fuck the government. But I'm just saying, like, there's like a lot of people like, no, like in the grand scheme of things, especially online, like these people are arguing points for big corporations. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, I used to be when I was a fucking teenager, and I used to believe in conspiracy theories and all that dumb shit. I used to be, fuck the government. The government's bullshit, man. And now I'm like not for the government, but I'm not against it either to a certain extent. I think we just need to be reasonable. And and I'm not uh, all the way on one side and I'm not all the way on the other. I'm just kind of like in the middle with things. I try to be reasonable. Right. No, I feel you. I mean, uh, it's fair to say, and I'm not. I'm not saying this in the sense of like let's do away let's do away with programs, but I'm saying that like we have kind of signed ourselves up generationally speaking, like for the past handful of generations, we have set ourselves up to become so dependent on the government. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I'm I'm not. I mean, and this is coming from a guy who has. Hey guys, sorry we had a, a technical difficulty there. Um, but no, it, it, just back on subject with the. Uh, with the guns it's oh no i digress another thing that's interesting about these people that are just so adamantly like oh we got to get rid of guns and we got to get rid of this it's like these these people are the same people who like wait let me just pause for a second it's it's not the entire like left wing of the the uh the spectrum anymore that's like against guns right yeah, like is it just like a specific part of? Because it seems like in the past year, everybody went and bought guns. Like it didn't matter. It wasn't just right wingers or just people from the south. Like there were places in California that were backed up every single morning, 
and they sold out of guns within the first two or three hours they were they were open. Yep, absolutely. Because I mean, what are you going to do without guns? Guns are are your teeth to your freedom. If you don't have the Second Amendment, you don't have the first because the second is your teeth. <laughs> that's why it says at the end of it, shall not be infringed because that's what keeps your freedom. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that that was the uh, the idea <laughs> whenever they like, and it just makes me think it's like if they've done this and people are like, oh, it worked out in these other countries. I'm like, okay, like, but yeah, but we can know. go into the statistics of those other countries and violent crime goes up in those countries where there's no firearms. Guess what? There's still fucking muggings and stabbings and, and fucking <laughs> beatings with baseball bats. And guess what? It doesn't fucking matter if a criminal wants a gun. They're going to get it because 90 percent of criminals buy their guns illegally anyway off the street and they dodge the background check and they dodge all the laws. That's what being a criminal fucking means. That's the definition of being a criminal. You don't follow the law. You don't care about the law. So how – please, somebody tell me in these fucking anti-gunners' minds where they think making more laws is going to somehow reduce the crime rate or make criminals be like, oh, you know what? Oh, there's more laws, so I guess I'm not going to do this now because they didn't care about the laws in the first place. So what makes you think more is going to make anything change? I, I mean I agree. I we mean, have 22,000 gun laws on the books right now. 22,000. That's a lot of gun laws. Hey, that extra 20 or that extra one or two is going to make the difference, man. Yeah, it's going to it's going to seal the deal for our reelection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I, and I think it, that was kind of what I was parallel and we were talking about something just a minute ago, but I just don't understand I just don't understand why what the need in that is. But I I mean, I'm a I'm a believe that but okay, why is it that they like who is the people who are supposed to oppose that now and in what what sense what do you mean like like okay so apparently in 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 the government right now like in congress and in the house and in the senate and all this other stuff apparently they're in a position to where anything that they say they want to do they can actually do and they there's nothing that can be done to stop it like well, people unless yeah. unless other people who are democrats of course decide to vote against it because well, they have yeah. No, keep keep going. I was listening to you. Yeah, I was just saying it's because they have like majority votes. So it's like if they wanted to push some kind of crazy cuz the stuff that he just recently said doesn't even sound that crazy. It doesn't I'm not saying that at all that I'm just saying he should do it. I'm just saying it's like what good does that do? Like what well, you're saying Exactly. Well, not- here's 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 the, here's how it goes. This is what they do every time. They say, "Oh, they use these phrases. They use these these little um these little soft, pillow, nice phrases of, we, we just want common sense gun control. We just want common sense, <laughs> reasonable restrictions. It's just common sense. And, and then they get the, – and you say, okay, you give them an inch, and they take a fucking mile. That's how it happens every single time. Oh, we, yeah. ju- we just want the scary AR-15s. We just want those. Oh, okay. And they, well, now we don't want you to have anything that has more than ten rounds in it, and 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 now you can't have semi-automatic guns, which is almost every single fucking gun, because almost all guns are semi-automatic guns. Right. And, oh, now like now as you can't. Yeah. To what? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And they just keep going and going and going. They chip away. That's how it works. They chip away at the rights. They chip away at the guns because they know that it's impossible to get all of it at once. And they will never, no matter what, they will never get all of the guns. No matter what. All you're doing is hurting the law-abiding citizens and the people that are willing to put up and follow your stupid-ass fucking regulations. That's the only people you're affecting because you're not affecting crime in any way. Right. I mean, people are still going to get shot. It, to me, it's, it's like a Chinese uh, finger trap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, it's like you once you get in so far, it's like there's really nothing you can do. And this is I remember what I was trying to say with the parallel earlier. Because I was basically, you know how earlier I brought that up about welfare. I was basically saying, it's like, I'm not saying we should get rid of, just get rid of these programs because of the fact, what, not, I mean, sure, sure, some probably could be taken off, but a lot of them, it's like, hey, this government assistance, people literally survive off of some of this stuff. It's like, and there's really, there's not enough jobs or there's not enough situations for you to just take all these. There's going to be way more criminals on the on the planet if you take them all off of some. All, exactly, all bro. That's what they do. They try to change everything based off of this very small percentage that doesn't fucking matter. Just like AR-15s. The percent of AR-15s used in actual crimes every year is like less than 1%. It's like fucking 400, less than 400 deaths per year. Don't quote me on that. But it's around there. It's probably even less of people being shot with AR-15s in crimes. It, it's right. fucking less than like one percent. If you really wanted, if you really cared about gun crime, you would be going after handguns because that's what ninety percent of gun crime is committed with. It's fucking handguns. That's what people shoot each other with, not fucking AR-15s. That is so rare. The only time you see AR-15s is when some fucking retard, crazy fuck, goes into the school or Walmart or someplace and tries to play Call of Duty or play GTA and kill as many people as he can as quick as he can. And then it's the big scary black rifle, let's ban that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. And it's like, it goes to the thing, that's how I feel about though, like what I was saying, the parallel was, well, it's the same thing with guns. Y'all want to try to get rid of guns, it's too late. You know there's over 400 million – there is more guns in this country than there are people. Over 400 million guns. Tell me how you're going to get rid of 400 million guns. You're fucking not. All you're going to do is take guns away from the good people, and the bad people are still going to have them. Yeah, I mean I agree. It's like – and. But on the monks of amongst all of that, they they there there are those people who happen to be interested in abolishing the police entirely. Oh yeah, okay. Go do that and tell me how that works out for you. Yeah, after they get rid of their guns. yeah, just just like oh here here we go. Just like uh, this happened, uh, I think it was uh, a couple days ago. There was a incident where a officer, a female officer, accidentally used her firearm when she was trying to deploy her taser. She tried to use the taser, said taser, taser, taser. And because of a lack of training and a lack of practice, she pulled her gun and shot the dude on accident. Oh, let's defund the police. Let's let's not give them uh, better training. Okay, go ahead and do that. When you defund the police, guess what? Their training is going to go down the fucking shit bowl too. So 
more accidents and more problems are going to happen. However, right. they don't need more fucking military vehicles and, and all this. They have enough of that. They just need better training, and I'm sure everyone can agree with that. You need better training, higher quality training. Bulk training is not good enough. Good enough. Academy training is not good enough. Your concealed carry class is not good enough. You need more training. It is a mindset and training thing. If you don't get more training and you don't give these officers better training, more mistakes like this are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, I, I definitely, I think that there's definitely a deeper conversation to be had about this uh, chick shooting this dude because, I mean, uh, given. Uh, my thing is, I, what I don't understand is why didn't they just let him go? Like, of course. Well, I don't know all the details of the case. I'm not going to sit here and try to sideline any of it. I haven't, I don't know all of the case, so I'm not going to speak on it, but I do know what I saw and I know why that happened, speaking on people directly involved. Um, but here, here's the thing. Like, it just comes back to training, man. It comes back to training. It comes back to training. Sure. I mean, I, I feel what you're saying. I mean, well, I mean, ultimately, even whether it be that specific situation or not, I think that less training, less training is certainly not going to help. Those yeah, exactly. Not happen. Yeah, and hey. defunding is going to lead to worse training. Right. I mean, I seriously, I mean, I seriously believe that there is a lot of room for reform, especially in these bigger cities where this stuff happens, because this stuff doesn't just happen all the time in small towns. I mean, it, it's obviously has happened before, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of this big stuff that's coming from the cops doing this crazy shit, whether it be justified or not, yeah. is is happening in, like, bigger cities. So, of course, I think there's a lot of – and that's where they're spending all this these money on these military this military shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're doing that in Macomb or in – Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, in, in some places, they absolutely should have it. Um, but, I mean, it's really unique in every place. You know, every situation is unique. You can't compare one situation to another and be like, oh, why did this guy shoot this guy in this situation? But when it was this dude, he didn't do it. Well, they're completely different people. Yeah, they're completely different people. Yeah, they're completely different people. A police officer is not a robot. They don't respond the same. They're completely different. Everything is different. Every situation is unique and different. I can't give you an answer. <laughs> there is yeah, no, no I, overall I, answer for that. that. I've been experiencing that a lot. Well, I've come, obviously, over the past year, I think all of us look at things a little bit differently than we might have the year before. But it's something that I've picked up on is like, you'll watch somebody share something and it's like, you know, a white cop abusing or, you know, hurting uh, or killing a, you know, black man yeah, or woman. And then the the next video they share, and it's like, see, look at this bullshit. How are they going to be like this, blah, 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 blah. Yep, exactly, it's, yep. It's like I would totally 100,000% be like that is pure, the pure definition of racism. And that was all definitely a racist if it was the same cop in the same jurisdiction. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But here's, yeah, here's the thing. I have friends, uh, that, that, that believe that bullshit. They fucking eat it up. And here's where I think it happens. They see their friends post it. They see what everybody else is posting. They don't think for themselves. They don't actually go into why this happened, the specifics of this, 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 and this. They just take it. What everybody else is in. They shot. And, and, Sometimes they're valid. Sometimes they're correct. Sometimes it really is because they're racist. But then sometimes yeah. you're throwing that racist term onto something that really had nothing to do with racism. It, it, right. it really did not. You can't throw racism on every time a white cop shoots a black dude. 
You you just can't do it. You have to look at the situation entirely. You need to be able to uh, look at the big picture. I mean, absolutely. Because- yeah, I mean, believe believe me, believe me. If me and Shane saw anything like that, and it, we we honestly believed it was racism happening, we would call it out, dude. We don't give a fuck if the cop was white. Oh, we're gonna protect our white buddies. We don't give, bro. We'll fucking burn that motherfucker at the stake, dude. If it's racism, we will call it out, dude. Well, see, we will call thing. it out. That's the thing to me. I think to myself, I'm like, uh. But I don't fucking like racist people. I don't like racist either at <laughs> you know all. What I'm like, and not that I've personally like dealt with an extensive amount of people, you know, calling me some fucking, you know. Well, I have I have a lot of experience with that because uh, <laughs> I don't know if we want to go into that, but you know it. I'm pretty sure you do. When when I was growing up, that's that's all I encountered, especially at the school I went to, because. At the school I went to, I was one of the only white kids, and I got bullied and jumped and beat the fuck up purely because I was white. Purely because I was white. I was targeted through racism, okay, in in herd mentality. I, I was targeted through that. You don't see me going around saying fuck all black people because I was bullied and was the target of racism when I throughout my childhood. Fuck right. no, dude. You can't have that mentality. <laughs> you can't blame the group, uh, an entire group of people based off of the actions of a few. And I feel like that applies to police too. You can't blame all police officers based off of the actions of a few. That is the same exact mentality of a racist. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, it, and it's this. It's also. I mean, it's it's really unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it's that is something that has been pushed so hard, and, and you know, apparently, it's a thing that they're like that kind of thinking is like what they're trying to teach people. To. Yeah, exactly. They're teaching that in schools. They're, I, like I just saw a video just a minute ago of a study. They're teaching that in schools. They're teaching. All of what we just talked about, they're teaching it in schools, and it's yeah. fucking pathetic, dude. They're they're teaching bullshit in schools to kids now, shit that's not fact, that's not factual. They're teaching yeah. perception bias and biases and, and, and bullshit. They're not even teaching facts anymore. I mean, that from all signs point to that. And you know, I have to ask myself, I'm like, what is the uh, you know, especially I have a kid now, but it's like, what is the the uh, like curriculum? in uh say california versus mississippi like how how similar is that because it because you don't ever hear about like mississippi families being like yo they're trying to teach my kid you know insert something here you know what yeah. i'm saying like and it's like you don't ever hear about that but well, i say that but the other day oh a couple, about two months ago i'm gonna tell you a little story real quick there was a teacher who tried to get the uh, he either tried to get the black kids he got all the kids in the class to write out a story, a short story about themselves and their life as a slave. What the yes. fuck, dude? At the, at the school right up the road from here. Like Here? Them, that was here? Well, in purpose. What the fuck, rally. dude? Yeah. And it was like, it was like, holy shit. Like what? I mean, it was a big news for like two days. But yeah, bro. Y'all need I'm, to chill out with that bullshit. I'm pretty sure whoever, because I, I think I did, never got the full story on it, but I thought to myself, I was like, so was it someone that was trying to do it because they thought that it would be like a woke thing to do? Or is it somebody who did it because they were like trying to be racist? That fucking woke shit. Oh my God. 
Because obviously it came back as being like some racist shit. Like people were like, this is, I mean, why the fuck are you getting kids to pretend they're slaves for in the first place? Yeah. But definitely why are you trying to pretend they're slaves in the colonial area? Era? Yeah, exactly. You know, like that's fucked up. Like, yeah, bro. Expe- like, I, I hate especially that if, especially if they're black kids, yep. you know what I mean? Like that's, that's, I mean, that's why I said maybe it was meant to be some kind of like woke therapy session where put yourself in their shoes. I'm not saying it makes it okay. Yeah, because- exactly. Well, I mean, I don't know the extent of the situation. I don't know the full context to the story you're telling, so I don't have an opinion one way or the other. But yeah, I'm sure that the the full context is not knowable unless you talk to that person. Yeah, exactly. That's why I try not to jump to judgment like everybody everybody does on the internet. You know, they post a fucking 15 second out-of-context clip, and then they start spewing their bullshit all over the fucking caption or whatever and, and, and jump into conclusions based off of a 15-second out-of-context clip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true. I mean, they'll burn down a city for an in-context clip, so... Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. I mean, look, man, if there's really some bullshit going on, like I had a friend recently tell me, that he did, we have a disagreement on um, on some of this shit. Uh, to do with, you know, uh, police and, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're on the same page, obviously, but, I mean, we have disagreements. And um, it's like, I think he asked me, he said, what would you do if that was me and I was the target of racial uh, police targeting or whatever? And I was like, bro, I would get justice for you and I would call that shit out and I would make sure everything is known. I would make sure, I would do everything in my fucking power dude like what do you mean like i don't see fucking color i know people say that all the time but i'm 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 being honest like i don't see color i judge you based off if you're a fucking asshole or not i don't see color i don't care about that it's like it's one to me it's one of those things uh like i see value in people like uh like, if you think about your friends growing up, they probably meant almost as much, if not more, to you than, you know, your family did. You know, so it's like, yep. it's like, and it did not matter what color they were, you know, and I'm not saying that people shouldn't be, like, proud of their heritage or whatever. Don't, I'm not trying to take that away from anybody, whether you're, you know, proud to be Irish or you're proud to be, you know, you, you care about your, your no i'm not even about to talk about that <laughs> oh boy <laughs> well, don't even go down that road shane watch I, what you're doing i'm saying i'm just saying me specifically i don't i i don't i don't personally have a problem with people you know okay oh uh, i don't either but i, I get i i know what you're saying yeah never, I, yeah we definitely don't have to talk about that at all but they like like but shit that's what what i was saying it was it's like people mean something to you like because they they mean something to you not because oh you are a black man hello black man you know like, yeah i know <laughs> here is my servitude to you as a uh being of the planet and vice versa yeah you know what i'm saying like and i hate it for whatever if wherever and however it exists i would never want uh, uh you know a black person to feel some type of way about me not just like I don't want them to be mad at me and think I'm racist. Not just that, but like I don't would never want somebody to think like I think that I am superior to you. And it's crazy to think that they pretty much make people say they're basically making installing in white people's heads yep. that that they are that they think that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. In, they are making they want you to believe that you think that you are superior yep. to minorities. Absolutely. African-Americans. Absolutely. They're pushing that shit left and fucking right. And unfortunately, 
people are eating that shit up. Like they bro, like last time I checked, 99% of white people are supportive of black people and people of color and every time there's racist bullshit, you see more white people and more people supporting them than fucking ever before. Like people people want others to think that racism is at an all-time high. When in reality, it's really not, dude. There is racism. Racism is still well and alive. Don't get me wrong. But I'm, it's I'm, fucking I'm, not I'm, like how they I, make it out to be. I'm sure over the course of the past year, there's been a lot of rekindled flames. I well, mean, yeah, that too. Like if you take that into consideration. But look, I'm not like the biggest diehard Obama fan or anything like that. I'm not really that diehard po- uh, any of the politicians. Yeah. But especially the presidents. But uh, like – it, did it not feel like for a little while there, like it, maybe it's just because we're young. I hung out with all a lot of p- people who are uh, immigrants. I've hung out with people, you know, of all, a lot of different races, whatever. Everything kind of felt like we were getting it together. We were like, this is going to yep. be, yep. this is going to be the generation that's going to make it all good yep. because people didn't give a fuck. If you looked online, people didn't give a fuck. If like people were chilling with everybody. Yeah, it seems good. like everything was okay and now recently everything's kind of sparked back up. And it seems like this happens every couple years, especially when there's some type of fucking police bullshit going on. And, and then that sparks back up and then this a die off again in a couple years and then it is sparked back up. That's why I don't really give a shit about it. But I'm going to I'm going to state the fucking facts, dude. Like you're not going to fucking tell me I'm racist or uh, that I think I'm somehow better than you because I'm fucking white. When in reality, that's not it at all. I'm not fucking racist. I don't think I'm superior to you at all in any way. And I think people have a huge misconception of that lately, and it's really annoying. But at a certain point, dude, I'm not going to sit here and try to prove to you over and over that, no, no, I'm not racist. Look, I'm not racist. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck what you think, dude. Like, the people who know me know what the fuck's going on with me. Ask about yeah. me. Like, they they know, bro. Like, my fuck, you can say whatever you want, dude. People say this. All- my black, or my fucking best friend was actually black my entire <laughs> life, dude. You know, people say, oh, oh my, my best friend was black. Oh, my cousin was black. And then they say, oh, yeah, but you're still racist. Like, bro. <laughs> No, you're I, racist. You're racist because you said that. Yeah, I know I'm racist. <laughs> because, like, bro, I don't fucking care. Like, I'm not about to say and try to prove this to you. I don't care what you think about me. I know what I am. I know what my friends are. I know, bro. I lived in this shit. I lived in this. I am not. <laughs> I am not. I'm not going to sit here and try to prove it to you over and over because you're feeding into the media narrative that all white people are racist and all white police officers are racist. And all. bro, shut the fuck up. You're you're feeding into the dumbest shit. Like, yes, there are racist police officers. Yes, there are racist white people. Yes, but let's let's stop judging everybody off of the actions of a few. Yeah, <laughs> I've literally I've literally been raised to not do that. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Like, so where where the fuck are people getting this shit from? Yeah, I, and that's the thing that blows my mind. It's like we're all so. Sub- that's another that's the thing dude that's what i just don't understand i don't understand how things have it has totally flip-flopped yep. the same demographic of people and i've said this several times i feel like i've mentioned it on the podcast but the same demographic of people who used to just totally like bash christians for like y'all Yo, you're judging me and shoving your opinions down my throat blah 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 that's what they used to say when i was younger it was always a, oh i don't really like christians because they just shove their opinion down your throat until you're going to hell which obviously that's annoying but i'm saying like that's exactly what these people are now 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is it is a new, very loosely based religion that has consumed these people, and it's like they do not want to coexist. And I'm 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 speaking broadly, but I'm not. I'm speaking about specific people. Yeah, I guess a specific broad. Yeah. I'm not saying everyone that has one problem or whatever is just the bane of my existence. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's just like they they're they want to consume things, and if they can't consume it, they want to die. They do not want to digest it. They just want to destroy it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, it's like they want to abolish anything that goes, and they and they don't give a shit how it's done they don't want to play by any kind of rules it's like when you talk about the law or something the only time they give a fuck about the law is when it got broken by somebody somebody they can use against whatever they do not give a fuck about the law it's like yep these there's people that are talking about like if this was a if this was a just and uh reasonable country there wouldn't have been any uh trial for Derek chauvin they would have just hung him in the street Yep, absolutely. That is a a very broad, broad, wide, you know, don't get me, he, I think he needs to go to jail for, if nothing else, then for negligence. Absolutely, yep, exactly, negligence, I would say that too, even if it really wasn't a race thing, like, you still need to be punished for negligence, because, bro, like, out of the whole situation, if you go back and look, look at objective facts, like, bro, you were being negligent, and it doesn't matter, someone lost their life due to your negligence. Right, exactly. It's and, and and it's like if you take it back and try to take all the emotion out of it, and it's like that's what I've been trying to do. Exactly, this. that's what I've I try been... to do with everything. Take all the emotion out and only look at objective facts. Don't immediately stick bias in your what you think about it. Oh, he's right. He's the okay. Yeah, maybe, but let's look at the facts first, dude. Yeah, no shit. I mean, and it's like just because because if you don't. The the stakes are pretty fucking high these days. Exactly. It's like Minneapolis, as we speak right now, I could pull up my YouTube channel and there would be somebody live streaming the carnage in Minnesota right now. Yep. <laughs> like Absolutely. And, you know, obviously people have their different, different opinions about that shit, but it's just like, to me, it's like, this is not worth it. So I don't know how the fuck or whatever the fuck y'all got to do to stop shooting people who you probably could avoid shooting and just do that. Yeah, no, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. So I'm not going to tell all of my business on this because it doesn't need to be out. But I'm I'm sure you you know, Shane, Um, I'm in certain groups or or whatever. I've trained with certain people and I'm around these kind of people all the time. I'm around SWAT dudes and police officers all the time. I'm not a police officer. I have nothing to do with that. But my training, what I do, uh, I, mean, I end up around these dudes a lot. And right. these dudes, are just, they feel just as strongly as we do about this. They fucking cannot stand when there's a piece of shit racist cop. They want to burn this dude alive too, straight from their mouth. Trust me, I've heard it. They can't yeah. stand these dudes either. They want them out just as bad as we do. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's a, a carried sentiment amongst uh, 
a lot of places you could hear. Like, I mean, it's like you don't. I mean, it's not like. But the thing is, the problem is, is like it's like those cops can't. Which I'm not saying they should, but I'm just saying it's like you never see them like make big like statements like online or anything. Like, well, hey, yeah, look. I mean, they really can't due to their department and just policies, right. and they can't really. But I mean, if you go up to and talk to them personally, dude, they, they will fucking talk to these dudes. Go up and fucking talk to them instead of coming up and putting a fucking camera in their face saying, oh, "I know my rights." Are you detaining me? Like, fucking yeah. go up and try to make a friendship, dude, and see how far that gets. Make friends. Make relationships. Make friends. That's going to help you a lot more than doing that stupid shit. Yeah. It's, it's obviously, at this point, in t- at this juncture, it's not about uh, it's not about peace anymore. Yeah, I know it's they, not, unfortunately. It, it's not about coexisting and being happy and loving one another anymore. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all they care about, bro, is fuck shit up, burn shit down, don't give a fuck. Fuck the facts. Feelings only, what we think, fuck it up, burn it down, don't care, don't want to listen, don't fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks, man. I wish it wasn't like that, but we can move on to something different if you want. I don't want to spend too much time on that bullshit. No, it's all good, dude. I'm glad we I'm glad we got to talk about it. Yeah, I mean we really didn't even dive into it at all, really. We barely touched the surface, but I mean just for just for the record, I, I fucking love everybody of color i don't care what color you are so does shane we we don't fucking care about color we care about if you're an asshole or not if we see somebody trying to victimize you because you're black or because you're a certain color or race we will fucking stand up for you don't you can ask shane you can ask anybody that knows me personally i will die for you i don't care if you're black or not like do i i will die i will kill for you if you're black i or whatever color you are because color doesn't matter to us I think a great way to say it is like I would I would die and I would kill for you and I don't have a preference of your color. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and some people aren't going to believe that and that's just too fucking bad, dude. Oh well, who gives a shit? They they have the freedom to to believe whatever they exactly, want. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like say say for example if we blow up or I blow up People somewhere, some way, somebody's going to go back and find this podcast and pull shit I said from 10 years ago out of context and be like, see, uh, Scott Mitchell's racist. He's He said this 10 years ago in a podcast and blah, blah, blah. But they didn't listen to the entire podcast. They pulled they little never, they yeah, out of context it. bullshit out and try to like paint a picture with a headline. Like, bro, no, don't don't pull this out of context. Don't even try that bullshit, dude. We're not fucking racist. We care about all fucking people. Especially if you're black right now. We we care about you. Your life does matter. We give a fuck. We care. We actually do. Amen. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah. Yes. Fucking right. Okay, well look, I'm now that we've got that energy out of the way. Yeah. Uh thank you. Thank you for that. Uh well let me go ahead and get into my, my question that I've uh got. This is a question that um I started on the last episode with uh, Gennaro, great guy, cool artist from here. Yes, he's a cool. He's a cool dude, but he also is a good artist as well. But uh, I asked him, and you could take a second to ponder it. You don't have to give me a direct answer immediately. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If you just got a million dollars that just landed in your lap, oh not shit! A, not a crazy question, obviously, but a million dollars lands in your lap. What would you do with it? What would I do with it? Um. Yeah. That's a great question. That's a great question. I would probably write down everything that needed to be taken care of. Um, important shit from not only me, but my family, you know, important stuff. I would get all of that taken care of and get living situations in order as much as possible. 
and then take the remaining money and try to find a way to multiply that into more money. Because guess what? A million dollars really is not very much. Yeah, especially if you're living like you got a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. A million dollars is not a million dollars. It's not what you think it is. Okay, well, let's just for the sake of making this more interesting, uh, you can't invest it in anything. Okay, so you're saying basically what would I buy or what would I spend it on? Right. Now, you can invest it in, say, a, a, a materialistic item like a house or you know something like that. But I'm saying like let's just say you can't invest it into – because then it kind of makes it boring because you make a really good point yeah. about investing it. But it's like let's just think a little bit more selfishly. So let's say you spend a hundred and fifty grand on uh, asserting your current situation and you know, getting the family straight and stuff like that. So you have – Eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars left. Okay. Uh. Well, I'm sure. So right now, uh, obviously, we can go back and listen to this and be like, you know what, a better answer would have been this, which obviously it would be. I'll go back and and say, you know what, I should have said this, or this would have been a way better thing to do with that money. Uh. But you know, for the sake of on the spot answering, I'm just going to give you an answer. It's probably not the best one, but. Well, and I'm not about to give you a million bucks, so you don't have to. Do you fucking that. asshole! <laughs> I was ripped off. <laughs> you just hang up. You're like, you said you were paying me a million dollars. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you were. That was the deal. I didn't get you my told, money. You, you told me to act surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Just so y'all know, Shane really is giving me a million dollars after this. I'm not doing this shit for free. I don't know what y'all think. Yes. If I was giving him a million dollars, I promise this we would just be doing this in yeah. person. And we're not and talking about it. Yeah. We would. We would. Uh. We would sound a lot better too. <laughs> True. True. Uh, man, I don't know. I'd, I'd also probably be drunk right now because I just wouldn't have work tomorrow, and it would just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, to be honest, I would get uh, I would get all the proper studio equipment I would need, all the proper gaming computer technology setups I would need. Um, I'd get a nice car and a nice house. Um, if you if you were if you were getting a house, what kind of house would Scott Scott Weisberger Scott Mitchell what like kind what, of house would I want? I don't know. Uh, like, what would you do? I mean, obviously, you're having to be realistic because you are within the – you have only $850,000 to spend. Oh, boy. I saw an $850,000 house exactly. eight hundred. No, it was 820000 I believe, um, around there. Uh, the other day when I went to a friend's house to, to shoot, and uh, this house – was completely built from the ground up only for 800000 It literally looked like a fucking mansion. It was humongous <laughs> for only 800000 And the guy was a chiropractor that owned it. I was like, holy fucking shit. I can't wait to own this one day. This is amazing, dude. Man, they used to have uh, – I don't know if, you ever, if you've ever managed to find your way out to Clint's house. But Clint lives in this neighborhood. I haven't. I haven't. Clint lives in this neighborhood where, well, I mean, he doesn't live there now, but like his folks live there. But, uh, and man, it's just all these nice ass houses. And I'm like, God, like, you know what it would be like to just be like the owner of this. And back then when we used to go over there a lot, like I was single. So it was like, I'm thinking I'm, I would be like the coolest fucking dude. (laughs) Like, like, and then I I would always get to thinking like, why would I buy a house like that here in Macomb? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to be hanging out entertaining the same people. We're just going to be spending a lot more money to live in this big-ass house. Like, I'd rather buy a moderate home. It's like if I went somewhere else, and it's like when people come to visit, it'll be like, look, we're going to Shane's fucking Goliath Hotel <laughs> of the house. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, man. So to to answer the question, because I'm sure people want to know, it's like, oh, you didn't you didn't answer, Shane, you didn't let him answer it. Um, I probably still didn't let you answer. Yeah, they do that on Joe Rogan's show. Like, I'll be they'll ask him or somebody will be about to answer something, and they never answer it. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I really wanted that answer. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. Not that it's really important. I'm I don't know why anybody would give shit what I would do with the money. But uh, well, I I care. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I would really have to think about it, but. Off the top, that would be what I would do. Buy a really nice house, um, depending on the prices and budget and, and what's around. Um, I'd get a nice house. Maybe it has a couple stories. Maybe it don't. Um, a nice swimming pool for kids eventually. I don't know. I don't really I, care about swimming that much myself. I imagine if I wouldn't have robbed you from the ability to uh, to invest some of your money, then you probably would have went for an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar house like the one you saw. Yeah, I, no, I wouldn't spend it all on that if I if well, yeah, obviously if I could make more money, I'd buy something nicer. But if I'm stuck with eight hundred fifty thousand, I'm gonna make the most out of it I can, right? So sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would definitely buy some land. Buy some land. Buy buy every decent house and some land. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't really care about a super nice house. I don't need a big house. I don't care about that shit. Uh, is it nice? Yeah, but I would like a, a moderate house with a, a land and a nice car and and everything that is needed. Not necessarily just a big ass empty house. Right. Right. You'd have to furnish it and furnish your property, like with like yes. Get you get you a good lawnmower. Yeah, and I'd have to get all of that shit. Yeah, you got to think about all that. So much goes into that. I really couldn't give you a detailed answer, but I would just get uh, the shit that makes the most sense. Really, a nice car, decent house, land, the shit that goes with it, food, lawnmower, utility bullshit, um, a nice big ass, super secure, bolted to the floor gun safe that you can put all of your valuables in. Um, which, I, which I assume you would probably acquire some more valuables. Oh, maybe. maybe. Not really. I don't really give a shit about guns, you know. I don't really care about guns. I'd get the best guns that I would use for, you know, what I use it for. I don't I do not right. do competition, even though I do uh, practice in certain ways like that and learn from competition shooters. I'm personally not a competition shooter currently. Um and I don't go hunting, really. However, I would have a really, really good couple handguns, really good ARs with uh, one set up for longer distance, one set up for closer CQB distance, um, a decent decent long distance rifle, um, maybe a shotgun, uh, because th- those are super versatile. You can shoot buckshot out of them, birdshot, slugs, um, just different shit like that. Um, uh, fire extinguishers, uh, medical equipment, obviously. Uh, extra food, extra water, extra medicines, um, just shit like that. I, this, that's probably what I would get. It's not the most exciting answer, obviously, but <laughs> but no, I mean, it, at least it's true to you, I suppose. Yep, I mean, that's pretty cool. And would shit ever, to make everybody happy. <laughs> yeah, would you ever consider like trying to get like a helicopter's uh, like license? Eventually, maybe if I had the money for it, sure. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's probably not that expensive. Well, and yeah. If you've got that kind of money, you can obviously not have to work for a little while. Yeah. So I mean, well, know. I wouldn't have to work very hard at all because I'd be making the money into something that would make a lot more money. Right. That's, that's why I'm thinking also, though, you could use you could use like some money to take and take some time to learn to become a helicopter pilot. And then you could buy a helicopter and put it on your property. I could fly around and fuck bitches and get money. I mean, literally. You <laughs> literally. Yeah. 
True. I, I could be fucking bitches in my helicopter. I mean, and then crash. Do you know? I mean, that'd be a hell of a way to go. Let's do it. As long as somebody... You could live stream that shit. I mean, I, obviously <laughs> not intentionally crash, but you could live stream yourself piping down in a helicopter. I'm going to intentionally crash. Oh my god, dude! Think about it. if you were like everybody, you know, you're you popping or whatever, and you're like everybody, come over to my Instagram live at you know five thirty this afternoon. We're going up for the sunset, and you go, <laughs> and it's like it just shows you you're piping down this bitch, and then it's like ha ha, fuck the free world, and you just drive your helicopter into like the the Capitol or something. the side of the fucking building. <laughs> oh my fucking god, that's oh. terrible. And it just goes out. People and people that like are in the town where you're filming are like, "Holy shit!" They just <laughs> they just hear you drive it into like a ma- like First Baptist over like St. Louis or some shit. I'm gonna drive that bitch into uh, what's it? What's that church that we used to do shows at? <laughs> oh the time God. here, uh, fucking New Heights. I'm New gonna Heights. drive my fucking helicopter into New Heights. It's the only way to kill. Well, if you drove it into the Rotary Gym, you could be like, "This is the only way to put the uh, the final <laughs> nail in the coffin of the McComb scene." I almost just spit my fucking Red Bull out. Oh my god! I Holy just crashed. Fuck. I just I just died and killed myself and this hooker that I paid seven dollars on Summit Street. I'm gonna die at the Rotary Gym. For those of you who don't know, that's that's a very memorable place where we used to do shows at from from everywhere. Yeah, that was uh, our childhood. This place called the Rotary Gym. It's where all the concerts would happen. It's where all the everything would happen. <laughs> yeah, and of course we would have them in various other places, but I think yeah. there was a lot more done at the Rotary Gym than probably anywhere else. Yeah, for sure. Uh, shit, what was I forgot? Was I, I was going to ask you? Oh, I was going to ask you earlier. What made you start rapping, Shane? Who or what inspired you to start making rap music? Well, I started I started listening to rap music uh-huh. long long before this, but. Uh, I started rapping. The main reason I actually thought that I could rap and like maybe try to make a song that was decent was Lil Wayne. Oh shit! It's a hundred percent Lil Wayne. Like I never ever thought that I could rap until I listened to Lil Wayne, which is crazy because obviously I hold him to high esteem and I think he has an illustrious career. So I don't want to make it sound like well, fuck. Fart in a wallet, call it gas money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My my faux Bugattis. Yeah. He, he talks so low that when he talk, it was sound like this. Yeah, but it would always sound like this. They used to have a thing about them that, like, they would buy these vehicles. And I think I want to say that Lil Wayne said one time, he's like, "I'm the only black man in America that's got this Bugatti." Yeah, I heard <laughs> I that. Was, yep. I was like, or he might have been like, "I'm the only black man that owns this Bugatti," like in general. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, like, they, like, bought these cars that were, like, they only made, like, four or five of them. Yeah. Like, and of course, the cars were expensive, and, of course, they were high-end vehicles, but it's, like, it would be different if it was, like, oh, well, I mean, I guess, what are you supposed to do? I mean, apparently, they didn't, they don't make, or they didn't make a shitload of Bugattis. Like, they made, like, yeah. 200 of them, like, each series or something. Yeah, I personally Which, don't even like the Bugatti. I think it's ugly as fuck. I would love... I personally would love a Lamborghini Aventador, uh, Aventador or the Venino. Uh, personally, the Aventador. I love the fucking Aventador. Something about the shape of the headlights, the angles. I just like that a lot more than the Huracan or however you say it, the newer ones. There's just something about that one. I like it a lot. 
Hey, you have already proven that you know more about Lambos than I do. Well, I don't know that much about it, and I'm sure some diehard car person would be like, what the fuck, you fucking retard? Why would you buy a Lamborghini? Really? You should get this. This is way better. McLaren S5 is way better than a Lamborghini Aventador. <laughs> yeah, uh, bro, I don't care about fucking cars, dude. I just want something that looks nice and <laughs> that is yeah. valuable to me. I don't care about cars, dude. Old school Lambos look like they would be in, like, the, uh, what's it called? Them like motherfuckers they- look like boxes with sharp uh-huh. angles. Like vaporwave stuff or whatever, like you see it like in some neon film or something. Oh, you talking about like the retro retro eighties yeah. grid pink with the sunset thing? Yep. Yeah, or like yeah, that kind of shit. That's what those old school Lamborghinis. Yeah, that's what it's for. That's specifically yeah. what it's for. Yeah, it's badass though. Yeah, I mean, the ho- I love holographic. When people ask me what my favorite color is, I don't really have a favorite color. I really don't. But I like holographic stuff because that's like all the colors in one. If I got a Lamborghini, it would probably be flat black with holographic um, strips or wrap in certain areas. That that would be amazing. Holographic is fucking the shit. That's wild. Yeah, it's like they also have like the the colors that I don't know if it, the term is translucent, but like where it's like if you look at it from different angles. Oh, that that's colors. called pearlescent, or I don't know how, exactly how you pronounce it, but pearl pearlescent, I believe, is how you say it. Yeah, that's yeah. what that is. Well, that shit's really cool. You know where I learned that from? No, fucking video games. Uh, well, <laughs> pearlescent paint—that's where you see it with, at the multiple angles, and it changes colors. Yeah, that makes sense. I uh, I definitely. I definitely think that's cool, but I, I would definitely I would go more of like a, a straight color, like I would want it to be like I would want it to be like the classic yellow. If I got one of those old Lambo Lamborghinis, like it's just make it yellow. Oh and yeah. I, but and I don't know shit about Ferraris either. But like if I got a Ferrari, it would have to be red. Yeah, yellow, for sure. Yellow. Yeah, it has to be red. It has to be. It's a Ferrari. It has to be red. Like, why would you buy a Ferrari if it wasn't red? Yeah, exactly. The only uh, I used to only want the the Lamborghini to be flat black and gray, like a mix, like the rims be flat black and the car be flat gray, or some combination of thereof. But uh, I really, I'll show you some pictures later of this uh, these holographic Lamborghinis. This shit's amazing. Yeah, no, that definitely, uh, absolutely, uh, positively. So you would get a Lambo. That's what you would do if you got what. That's the car you would get. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if I had plenty of money, you know. Maybe if I had the money to afford it and afford to drive it and afford the maintenance on it, and it wouldn't put me in debt to fuck up anything else, or I wouldn't lose anything else that I would need. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's like there's obviously a handful of stipulations. Yeah, that play yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but I would probably have a lot. There's a lot of new cars that are coming out that are way cooler. I mean, I love the Aventador. There's McLarens. There's Ferraris. There's fucking. There's so many cars. I I I don't know all the names of them, but there's a lot of really cool ones. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, there there are a lot of cars, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know shit about cars. Yeah, like, I, I don't either. Any, I barely know anything about the cars that I see all the time. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. But uh, you know, before we get out of here, uh, I want to ask you another question. This is another quiz. I think this might be. No, this isn't a first time question, but it is a question that I have asked before. So, but I would like to know. I always frame it differently, so that way it works out. If you had to pick, or excuse me, let's do top three. 
I want to know your top three favorite rappers of all time. Oh, and God. I, obviously, obviously, I'm not going to hold you to it. But I'm just out of curiosity. If you could think of three that were like most influential on you. Most influential on me. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be sonically. It can just be in general. Or it can be strictly sonically, whatever. Um, man, that's a really hard list. That's the one of the hardest lists ever. Um, well, you've got you've got a top five. Everybody's gosh. got a, uh, everybody's got a top five on the inside. I don't know if I could give you a top five. Maybe I can give you a top three off the top of my head. That's, um, but I, I was just going to say the top three can be three of any no specific order, but they're all kind of in your top five. So you don't have you can make it loosely. Okay, I'm gonna make it not in order. Um, yeah, and each absolutely. person's gonna be for a different thing. Um, and I don't even listen to some of these people anymore. Um, but Tyler, the creator is one that comes to the top of my head immediately, um, for being a teenager and growing up and inspiring me to make music. Um, cause of him being the weird, uh, the weird guy that raps about the weird shit that nobody else talks about. Um, the darker side of shit, um, yeah, no, I mean, Tyler, the creator, definitely makes sense. Yeah, uh, this guy named, uh, most people don't know him, but um, I made music with him, and he blew up, and now he's on, He's on. he got a record deal from Strange Music uh, with Tech 9 um, I knew I knew he'd blow up. I knew he would. I knew he would. I'm grateful to have made music with him, and the songs I did make, or one of them spe- specifically blew the fuck up, like yeah. hun- a couple hundred thousand, or not a couple hundred, but like a hundred and... 30 or 40,000 views, almost 150,000 views. Um, in, a, in a very specific demographic, by the way. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of people in a specific uh, genre. That's yeah. Not like, it's not like a pop radio or anything. Yeah, for sure. Well, his name was uh, King Iso, and um, he was he's just a fucking amazing rapper, dude. Amazing. He makes amazing music of, of, of technical ability, uh, singing, just overall vibe in, in general. Um yeah, that guy's amazing. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, I don't... Damn, man, I'd have to look through my shit to tell you off the top of my head. Um, I can tell you artists I like right now. Um, I like uh, 21 Savage. I like uh, NLE Chopper. Um, <laughs> NLE Chopper. Yeah, Chopper. E-R, white person, <laughs> Chopper. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, I like Kevin Gates. Um... I actually met Kevin Gates <laughs> like a month ag- or like two months ago at Walmart. Yeah, uh, I, think he, I think you mentioned that to me. That's crazy. Yeah, that's but pretty I guess wild. He allegedly lives there now. Oh, he does. He does. He he bought a uh, blueberry ranch and and land over there um, off ninety eight. Kind of have the address and drone shots of the entire place because it's online. Uh, you can see all the pictures and videos of it. Uh, the address is publicly <laughs> online of his uh, entire property. You can see it from right before he bought it, the people selling it. And uh, anyway, he bought that. It's, it's a lot of land. You can't see it from the driveway or anything. And he, he has, a, I think, a double-wide trailer on the on the property, a lake's on the property, a garage, Derek, studio. Did you, 
it before I don't know if he reactivated his Instagram. I don't think he did. But like, if you go even before he deactivated, he would get on live for like hours and just walk around his property and like talk to people. Yeah. And his wife like posts a lot. Yeah, of, the like, vlogs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just crazy. It's like, damn, these people are just living. And it's like you can't help but think like, who's gonna be the dickhead that goes? Yeah, to- yeah, like, exactly, bro. Like I already have videos saved, and I'm not gonna do this. Obviously, I have no malicious intent at all. But I am a self defense instructor. I study defensive violence. I reverse engineer the criminal mind to learn um, and teach people. So I kind I naturally think about this like a bad guy. Um, yeah. He posts so much vulnerable information, and it doesn't matter who on his property has a gun. It doesn't matter if he has a gun because <laughs> it can be done in a way where that's not gonna fucking matter. Um, right. like so much public information, all of his cars, I have, I have videos and pictures of all of his vehicles, um, all the locations on his property, it, it, where, when he goes to the gym, when he doesn't go to the gym, all of his, all of that, like just natural without even trying really to get it. And I'm yeah. just thinking somebody is going to be a piece of shit and somebody's going to try to get him. I know it's going to happen because he's here in like the worst place ever. It, yeah. yeah, it's going to happen. Somebody is going to try to get them, like and that's a, really unfortunate. A, a year of being, like, super proud and stoked that, like, Kevin Gates, like, came back and, yeah. like, lifted. Something's going to happen, and he's going to leave. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Too many creeps are going to come out on yep. his property and, like, try to holler at his wife or something. Uh, or, or do a home invasion and try to rob him for everything he has and rape his wife or whatever the fuck. You never know. Yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah. That would be. He has guns and and security cameras and stuff, and uh, I just hope that never happens. But still, I mean, we live in a very bad place. It makes you wonder. I mean, obviously, I'm quite sure he has a gun. Oh, yeah, he does. But, I I mean, is he he like a felon? Yes. So he just don't give a fuck. Well, most people don't. (laughs) That's that's fair. Yeah. If I was a felon, uh, I'd... I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm still defending my family. I'm still having a gun. The fuck? Yeah, you th- I don't care if I'm a felon. Like, dude, that doesn't matter. I, I don't care. <laughs> right. I'm sure he's not just riding around acting a fucking fool with a gun. Well, obviously, yeah. He probably doesn't have one with him. If he does, somebody else has the gun that's not a felon. Right. Yeah, he's always got people with him. Too. Yeah. He had OG Booby Black with him, and I talked to both of them. What a wild name. Yeah. And he's got one arm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, he was cool, though. He had really good energy. Uh, OG Booby Black. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always thought his name was so odd, but they always seem like they uh, are really good friends. Oh, they are. They are. He has him tattooed all over him. Kevin That's has wild. his face tattooed over him on him like three or four times. That is wild. But it's awesome, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, Scott, I think uh, I'm going to get on out of here. I want to have you back on, though, man. This was this was good. I think uh, you, you're a great guest. You uh, carry on conversation really well, and uh, I'm quite sure that the. I think that most of my listener base will appreciate this episode. Uh, you were you mentioned a couple of things that were uh, things that a lot of people actually think about. Like, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think most people don't want to say them though because they don't want the controversy, and I don't either. But I mean, I might as well, you know, talk to you about it because I know I know that we're on the same page, and eh, I don't want to be too offensive or too shitty. I'm just giving my honest, well, you know, opinion. I, th- 
I think it's fair to say, and you know, I, I mean this for myself as well. But I, th- I think it's fair to say that you don't, uh, you, your intentions are not to offend anyone. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking, man. Like, <laughs> I don't mean to be uh, shitty. If I piss you off, I'm, I'm sorry. If we disagree, that's completely okay. Um, right. I, I really don't give that much of a fuck about it to begin with. You know, I don't, I don't want to argue with you about it. I mean, we can have a discussion and a debate. That's fine, but. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe next time on the podcast we can go into other subjects such as, uh, who knows, maybe even extraterrestrial technology or extraterrestrials oh. or yes, hmm. yes, Dude, maybe I mean, we'll I, do that. Depending on depending on what uh, the weekend turns into, we might I might have you back on for the next episode for sure. So, but I mean, either way, now that we know, we know. We'll yeah, we can talk out. about a lot more stuff that's a lot more exciting. <laughs> and, you know, if it wasn't 1 o'clock in the morning, we could talk about more. For sure. Now, but uh, nonetheless, go ahead and tell the crowd, the crew, the people, the Organic Poison Savage Ass. That's not a uh, actual name. But tell them how to find you. I'm going to have it posted anyway and tag you and everything I post, but still. Oh, well, sure. Um, well, my name's Scott. Uh, most people know me as Wiseburger. That's my online persona that everybody's known me by for like 15 years. Um, my artist rap name is Eradicate. Yeah, I know it's terrible. Tell me about it. But I'm not going to change it at this point. We're going to keep it. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and uh, most of those things. Um YouTube is uh, youtube.com slash Weisberger, or just type in the channel, type in Weisberger, you'll find it. Uh, Snapchat, uh, we have, it's uh, at Real Weisberger. Um, Instagram, Weisberger. And uh, what else did I say? Facebook, you can do uh, facebook.com slash Real Weisberger. Uh, you can usually <laughs> find my shit under Real Weisberger or Weisberger. You'll find it somehow. Uh, but yeah, if you need uh, quality artwork or graphic designs, uh, that's what I do. Um, you can find it under Redux Designs. You can go to our website currently. It's uh, Redux-Designs.Weebly.com. If you need really high-quality uh, album covers, uh, mixtape covers, logos, uh, product development, design, etc., uh, that's what we do. And, uh, yeah, or if you need, if uh, in rare occasions, I'll do uh, video editing for people. And I make rap music, shitty rap music. And I do a little bit more, but I don't tell people about that. But, yeah, hit me up. And uh, thank you, Shane, for inviting me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. It was an honor. Um, We will get back on and do some uh, or talk about some way more interesting topics that I think people would love to hear. Hey, I definitely cannot wait to sit down and uh, touch on some topics, especially regarding the uh, extraterrestrials. For sure. I feel like like we could spend a half, if not almost an entire episode, talking about that. Yeah, well, I mean, I I consider myself... Uh, somewhat of a serious, uh, I don't know what you would call it really. Some people call it ufologists, uh, whatever you want to call it, but that's what I do. Um, so I would love to talk about it and, and we can get your opinion and, and talk about, uh, common questions and, and general theory and science and, uh, all those things. I would love to. So we could consider this episode one with, uh, myself, Wiseburger on the Organic Poison Podcast and, uh, any further words, Mr. Shane? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for outroing us, man. That was, that was, that was, oh, no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Sorry. I mean, you know, it, it's all good. You know, I had like a whole other 30 minutes playing. Oh, you did? Let's go. No, I'm just kidding.